Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Okay. All right, we will dispense with some of the window dressing. I know that you are in no mood, and so either am I, and either is, either are most people probably trying to, God, don't let me say process, but trying to make sense <laughs> out of what where where we are here so far and what's going on. So, all right, uh, we all were on the ride yesterday together. And the polls opened up in the first hour. Somehow Trump didn't lose 50 states. And it, 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 uh, you, you breathe a sigh of relief. And then Trump won like Indiana. And you're like, okay, there you go. He's on the board at least. So this, even though this is supposed to be a, a colossal blowout for the ages, Trump got on the board. And then he was still on the board. And then things started to look okay. And then he started to do better and better and better everywhere. And wasn't eliminated and wasn't eliminated and wasn't eliminated. And it started to look a lot like 2016. And then it started to look like he was going to be unstoppable. And then some Biden came creeping back. And, and, uh, and you know, overnight now, through the overnights, um, it looked like Biden now was closest in, in the late votes, in the, the early voting, whatever had been tabulated. And those were pushing Biden in those uh, battleground states to, to be in a position where he could win. They just called it for Michigan. It was pushed Biden up at 263 now, essentially. So a couple of things. Oh, we knew it was, was well. We didn't know it was going to be close, actually. Um, but it, it turned out to be close. If you're somebody who is a Trump uh, supporter, you've got to be you've got to be thrilled out of your mind. And at one point, probably hyperventilating and ecstatic last night when it looked like he was actually going to pull this thing off again. I've got to say that this is what, regardless of what happens here, and I know a lot of you don't want to hear anything but that he's going to win, and he still could, regardless of what happens. This has exposed the landscape of this country and the identity of this country in a way that if you're a conservative, you've got to feel pretty damn good about going forward. 
We are getting a forensic look at this country. This is not the country we thought it was in a lot of ways. To me, that's that's very encouraging. Very encouraging. I love that Trump got more minority vote and that uh, Cubans and Latinos are moving over to more conservative uh, causes. And and um, and you know, there's um, and it's been it's been. Um, it's just been kind of bizarre. Now there have been. It, yesterday was bizarre for for many 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 reasons. All of us. It was bizarre, wrapped in crazy, wrapped in you know, um, unrealistic, and and in two like new dimension. All sorts of things happening. A couple of things stick out for me. One, how the hell is it that these states that Trump is ostensibly won haven't been called from? It took forever to call Ohio for him. They still haven't called North Carolina for him. They still haven't called Georgia for him. They Fox for some reason called um Fox for some reason called um Las Vegas Nevada. Was it Nevada they called for him? Or Arizona? Or early? Um Arizona. Fox, I think Nevada most people didn't call until later, but Fox called Arizona for, they also for called Biden Virginia. very early. And like the first it was just the weird the way they were calling these 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 states. It was odd to see the Fox people seem to be on a separate page than everybody else. Now maybe this is how maybe this is part of the coverage package that you're getting, the service that you're hiring to tabulate the votes, and and they have their own criteria for when you call states and when you don't, et cetera. Maybe everybody has their own packages. Who knows? The Fox coverage was not great during this thing, and Chris Darwall just seemed salty about Trump for most of the evening. And he doesn't. He didn't seem like himself. And well, then again, this is his baby, so maybe he's, he's sensitive to it. Um, and I, I thought that CNN. I think John King, although you could tell he visibly wanted to stab Wolf Blitzer to death, and for good reason. I think John King did a a, a as good a job as you could. I could have used. A, I could have gone without a lot of the filler and a lot of uh, shucks making uh, you know quaintness out of his uh, work. But either way, this has been odd. The way it's been done has been odd. And so what turned into pretty bad news looks like the end last night today has a lot of people, including me, although I, I was, as of this morning, resigned to the idea that Biden was going to win. He was coming back in some of these states and that he was winning the, the blue wall states that Trump had taken in. And that was that. And he had edged out Trump. And, you know, it doesn't it doesn't take much you know, when you when you, you're playing this close, then it doesn't take much to sway the election. And that was it. So and I'm I'm essentially still there. I'm not going like you keep hearing these beeping, this beeping that is my family. My wife's family is in the middle of a huge family civil war. <laughs> so they're not over. And, and I talked I was on with Jerry Callan today. He doesn't want to hear this resolution and that things are looking up or whatever. And um, and either do guys I talked to, even a guy who's who seemed I thought was never Trump. I said, it "Looks like Biden won this thing." You know, it, uh, it there were some missteps along the way. He said, "It's not over." Biden didn't win. So people are. I understand. I could this morning. I had found inner peace with the way this election had unfolded. In the end, it's never pretty. It's ugly. It's like winning. It's like losing a sports game. There are some bad calls against you. But I've got to say that since this morning, especially with the Arizona numbers and the fact that still Trump has won, he should be up at, at to at least like 250 electoral votes. But these states are just lay, they just lay dormant now. 
They're not being counted anymore. They should be in Trump's column. I don't know. Maybe that would be just a, a Pyrrhic victory. Is that what it is? Is it Pyrrhic? I don't know. But you've got Trump at like 223 and Biden at 260. <laughs> and it should be a lot closer. I mean, essentially, right now, Trump, if he wins uh, Nevada and wins, um, I don't know, if he wins uh, Arizona and wins Pennsylvania, what happens, Alice? Um, so he needs to win Arizona, Pennsylvania, Georgia, North Carolina. Then he can lose Nevada, Wisconsin, right. but Michigan. But Georgia, North Carolina look like, and they have looked now for Georgia? for almost eighteen mm-hmm. hours. Have looked like they're in the bag. Right. So no. So hold on one second. Okay. So for for yep. for, so for, for Arizona, it, which was for some reason called yesterday by some news organizations, mm-hmm. not called by all of them. Right. Um, CNN has not called them. Called them. Arizona looks like. Trump is creeping up in numbers and is right. very, very, very close. So, so that means if 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 that mm-hmm. if that goes to Trump, right. and then he wins Pennsylvania, I believe, then he has won the presidency. Yes, if he wins, <clears throat> if Georgia and North Carolina stay the way they look, and he wins Arizona and Pennsylvania, then Trump will win. Right, and so it looks like, as far as everything that I've looked at today. And saw in, in from the New York Times and others, and I usually don't cite the Times, but their tracking has been pretty good, um, that he's doing very well in Pennsylvania. Suddenly, Pennsylvania's counting, which we knew would be a problem. Suddenly, people are being locked out of places, and there's all sorts of shenanigans, and shady is happening all over the place. They just called Michigan for, for Biden. We heard of shady happening there. So I am not a conspiracy guy. But holy God, you are pushing me into conspiracy land here. Um, I am asking what the frig is going on here. I am no longer the at peace guy. I've moved on with all the silver lining from this morning. I actually, I thank God that they've got lawyers stopping the voting. I hope they're, I've heard some people around, of course, there's all sorts of gaslighting people on Twitter saying, you Trump people who said they'd never be violent. Guess what? There are Trump poll workers trying to get into the polling places in Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's what they're supposed to be doing. Supposed to be getting to those polling places to watch your cheating, (laughs) uh, you know, during this counting period. But there is shenanigans happening. And if ever there's a year where people have left taken leave of their own ethical uh principles and of their own um you know ability to handle reality and will do whatever it takes to destroy trump this is the year so i don't trust anybody and Mm -hmm. they're making it so i trust uh, people even less and i do not like what's happening right now and i'm going to defer to alice k shattuck esquire right so I've been trying to remain calm through all this um, and be a little bit above the fray. And, you know, it really because I want to try and look at it intellectually and not be emotional about where I think things are going, you know, to be I want to be thinking with my head and not my heart when I'm looking at the election results so that I don't set myself up for disappointment. And basically around you know, whatever it was, four or five o'clock this morning when you had Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania all still red um, and you had Arizona by, you know, most people pretty safely for Biden or called for Biden. Um, You know, Arizona was the big one. And I think that that was the big surprise for Trump supporters. I don't think anyone who's a Trump supporter didn't have him winning Arizona. Um, That... That I, 
I'm shocked culturally Arizona seems like such a perfect fit for Trump. I'm shocked that it wouldn't go for Trump. But, you know, you never know. Things are weird. That's why they count the votes, I guess, as they say. But, um, but so that was... Alice, why is Arizona frozen at 86% of the vote in with Biden plus three right now? Why are they frozen? What right. The, so what are Arizona we doing here today? Is, is, is Wednesday in, in a day off in Arizona? <laughs> so these places, I think because they got called, stopped. Do you know what I mean? So and Nevada's frozen with Trump down just 8,000 votes. I mean, that's nuts. So basically, but Nevada has said now they're going to start counting again because they, they've realized there's interest in the results. So they've great. That's great. <laughs> Pennsylvania, wow, Pennsylvania, and um, Arizona are the things right now. Yeah, Pennsylvania and, and Arizona are the things, so, and that's where the most odd behavior is happening around this county. Right. So basically, I mean, the reason I got really discouraged this morning is that, and uh, a Trump supporting relative accused me of being disloyal to Trump for daring to say this to our family, but I. Um, the reason I got really discouraged this morning is if Biden has Arizona, then he needs two out of three of Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. You know, I'm I'm assuming he's going to win Georgia and North Carolina here. But he needs two out of three of those. You know, just Pennsylvania on its own isn't enough. And the leads in Wisconsin and Michigan were not big enough and were shrinking fast enough that um, it was clear to me there was going to be a problem there for Trump. And that is what happened first. They, first, Wisconsin went blue, then Michigan went blue, then they called it uh, Wisconsin and Michigan today for him. Those, I mean, I obviously think that when you're within 20,000 votes, like you are in Wisconsin, you should uh, sue for a recount and recount those votes, do anything you can legally. But I just, Tom and I live in a state with a lot of Democrats, so I've seen how they operate, and these things just don't usually go that well for Republicans. Democrats are really good at this stuff of, like, making sure that when they recount the votes, like, more votes appear out of crates in the basement and stuff. Like, they just are good at it. It's what they do. This is, like, you just, in some of these states, you just have to win big enough so that their shenanigans can't put them over the top. You know, you, that's, that's how Democrats operate. So you have to, and they're, they have lots of dead people voting. I mean, that's the joke, right? Like they, you have to, you have to overcome that. It's just like Democrats complain every time about Republican terrible gerrymandering and redistricting and, you know, voter suppression and how their voter ID laws keep people of color from voting. You know what? Like, we have the rules the way they are. Operate within the rules and, you know, just know that if you don't, if the district isn't in your favor, you're going to have to get some more votes than you'd have to otherwise. And I feel the same way about Republicans who, you know, kick and scream about bad Democrat behavior in these cities where they run the the vote. You know, like you're not going to change the fact that Michigan has a Democrat as Secretary of State, that the whole government of Pennsylvania doesn't want, I mean, the legislature's Republican, but like they're, they're Democrats in government who are running the vote count. They're all Democrats and they want Biden to win. You know, like you're, you're not going to change that today. So you're going to have to operate within the parameters that we have here. So you're going to have to get enough votes to overcome that. I think I think Trump should do whatever he can with lawyers, but I think Wisconsin and Michigan are gone. I just do. Trump's best chance is Arizona, and that is because uh, the reason it got called is because the only stuff that's left to count there is mail-in vote. And 
they and that has in most places been more for Biden than not. So the the, the assumption was that it wasn't going to get better for Trump in Arizona, but it has been getting better for in Arizona for Trump. And they're saying the reason is, is that this they're counting the mail in vote like in the order it came in. So this is the later mail in vote. This is the Republican mail in vote is now being counted. Essentially, the Republicans voted later and and people who people who voted earlier tended to be more pro-Biden because Biden was just doing better in the polls back then a month ago when they started the early vote, which this is a reason I don't like early voting, too. I just, you know, I, I don't like the idea that we're taking a rolling average of presidential approval over this long period and then making that the election. Like, can we just have the election be one day with like absentee ballots for people who are legitimately traveling out of state or in the hospital or something? I mean, come on. It, it, you, the election isn't supposed to be two months long. It's supposed to be election day for a reason. But anyway, that's a separate gripe. Anyway, so the Arizona votes are coming in and they look good for Trump and that gap is closing. And there's enough left in Arizona that legitimately if Trump wins 65% of this mail-in vote that's coming in, uh, which is definitely within the realm of possibility, he could still win that state. And I mean, his his lead in Pennsylvania is also much larger than it was in Michigan and Wisconsin, and he still has a good chance of getting that, Democrat shenanigans notwithstanding. And again, I think he should take the lawyers and do whatever he can to try and get these things counted and fraudulent things thrown out if they can catch them doing it or whatever. But, you know, it's it's a little bit baked in that Democrats are cheaters. So it, take from that what you will. I don't know. I And that might sound mean to my Democrat friends, but, at, you know, I live with a lot of you in Massachusetts and go through a lot of elections with you. And that's just how you are. I love you, but that's how you are. So, um, you know, these big towns in, um, in Pennsylvania and Michigan, and that, that's how they operate. That's the well, machine, the thing is the that if, machine you know, politics. A couple of uh, news agencies have called Arizona for Biden. Mm-hmm. So the AP, for instance. So now if Biden then wins Nevada, then then they're going to claim he's at 270. Am I right? I mean, yeah, I guess so. Right. So then essentially they can just run off the field. I mean, I don't know how this works. Well, right. But, you know, you don't. This is one reason why you don't become president the day after the election is because these things take time to sort out. And, you know, Biden's been saying it's not over until every vote is counted. So let's count every vote in Arizona before Biden declares victory. Biden spoke tonight to soothe the nation and actually he came up with an interesting and uh in new phrase which i think is inspiring i hadn't heard it and there will be no blue states and red states when we win just the united states of america did you realize that i was i hadn't known that i was worried you know because <laughs> i figured there's so much uh tension in the country and anxiety in the country and, and animus etc i hadn't thought before you know that there's not going to be tonight any blue states or red states just the united states that's very helpful, Joe, by the way. And whoever wrote that, man, I mean, talk about a wonderfully original phrase. I was not impressed with, with Biden's uh, speech tonight, but that's it. You know, and the funny thing is, it's not as if I'm not like, oh, they're stealing the election. But maybe I am. But I'm, I'm more, I just, let me tell you, you can't do it this way. You, you can't. Just stop the county or stop the voting. This isn't like uh, the year 2000 where all the voting happened and then you did more recounts. 
you know, Trump, I mean, Bush in 2000 never lost. He just won the county and then won the county and then won the county. And so, like, as many times you want to count it, it was over. It was heartbreaking, but it was over. But with this, you can't have a year like this end with just anomalies. So, I mean, you could, and that gets me back to where we're going to be after this. If it is, if Joe Biden is president and I don't think that that the media is at all. You could tell if Joe Biden could talk to say the blue states, red states, United States thing, all he wants to to um, Liz Warren and the squad and Bernie Sanders, etc. They're going to say, "Yeah, fine," and push him the hell out of the bus and get in the driver's seat. And, <laughs> and there's no, I mean, we've got to be adults about this here. And then without. Without the Senate and without Donald Trump. So the Senate causes Joe Biden. I mean, it gives him an excuse to say, hey, this will never get passed. You know, I can't do this. I can't do this as well. But by doing that, he's going to have to stand up and say no and then say, you know, we're never, we don't get the numbers in the Senate. He can say that, but he's going to have to say no. They're going to say, no, we brought you in here to fight. Remember, you co-authored this big ramp, ramp, uh, this big rambling uh, Microsoft Word doc with with uh, Bernie Sanders, you know this letter of intention. Um, we're here to to uh, collect on that, so we'll so we'll see. But I wouldn't. We don't want any trouble. You don't want any more trouble than there already is, is in the country. And I understand that a lot of you who are, who hate Trump, you've already seen, you've already gone a long a long way. Hey, by the way, one thing I did talk to Jerry about today that I do want to play was just um, Biden yesterday out near the pool where he and Corn Pop got in the fight with a razor blade and a chain, which absolutely happened. And uh, <laughs> and actually, the first gay kiss ever happened. But Biden was uh, in front of this pool telling us exactly why he wanted to go work for that pool. And, and I'll send you, let me sum it up for you. Because he had a lot of black friends, but he didn't know them. I knew I played ball with a lot of... Uh great black athletes, but uh, I knew, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't know them. They, I mean, we knew each other, we were friends, but I I didn't know them, and it was a great education. It was like the Green Mile, you know, you see the movie? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie, but I know it's about Death Row or something, isn't it? I actually, I haven't seen the Green I think Mile it's a, either. I think bad, it's not like the Green Mile. My <laughs> friendships are not like the Green Mile. I believe it has to do with Death Row. I think you probably meant the Green Book, which I did see and I like. Did you see it? Uh, yes, you did, and it was called racist by all the liberals. Oh, was it? Oh, because some kind of a white enabler theory or something. Oh God! And my uh, on again African girlfriend Cardi B yesterday had something <laughs> had something to say to uh, voters rallying the troops, <laughs> which I like. Guys, I voted. It was easy peasy. The hardest part was getting out the f-ing call. Um. Uh, go vote because you will feel like you I don't know it feels good after you voted you feel like you just did something I don't know <laughs> I swear it's like a weird feeling so just go out there um, my district where I was at the community center was nice and warm I hope your community center is nice and warm and comfortable and yeah go vote you f***ers God bless this country God bless this country <laughs> We had this uh, another guy. Alice just grabbed this audio, and some of the stuff is it, it'll lighten your mood. This this is even before the voting happened, or or at least before the controversy happened. 
a guy just a normal progressive. This is a, this is your neighbor. This guy is your neighbor. He's got the "Hey, there's no home here" sign. He shops. He's got a well used cloth bag from Whole Foods. He's he was a bike messenger. He's not anymore. Um, he has a rain barrel. He does mulch. <laughs> he does. You know him. He's in every town. He's in Wakefield. He's in Melrose, whatever. And this is his normal emotional pattern. Are you anxious and afraid right now over what might happen in the next few days? Good. You are a normal person having a completely normal reaction to what is completely fucked up. Okay, nothing in the past four years is fucking normal. It's not fucking normal. That- yeah, I know one thing that's not normal. By the way, <laughs> can you imagine that? Every the guy's dancing naked on a bridge, it, it lighting himself on fire, saying, "There's something not normal happening." Okay, psycho. Two hundred forty thousand people die, and then you're told. No, that never really happened. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> it never happened. What I love it. You That's know what? what we say. I'm sorry. Sam Harris is a dummy. I'm sorry. He's a dummy. You know, anybody who's supposed to be an intellectual who says, by the way, and the president paid $750 in taxes is a dummy. To not know, you're like, that's a good thing. How much more than he owes, how much more than you owe do you pay, you listening there? What? Trust the plan. What? All right. If you're feeling anxious, you're feeling stressed right now, congratulations. You're a normal human being having a normal human reaction. All right? So get out and fucking vote because none of this is fucking normal. Ugh. By the way, uh, it's, it's Mr. and Mrs. None of this is normal. If you're today one of these progressives and you're all upset about the fact that the election is this close and and that um, – and that um, – and that you're all stressed out because they're in litigation and then Trump's lawyers could win it for Trump and and you're in in this extraordinary thing happened and you just want the normal world. In the normal world, your suck candidate would have been out campaigning in states now that Trump has edged Biden out or states that are too close to call. Now, so it, normal works, works both well, ways. Right. I had my friends are posting on Facebook, like my college friends who are liberals and stuff, and they're, one of them posted... One thing that's my big takeaway from this election is that we deserved the last four years. If we can't even repudiate Trump after this, then this isn't the country that I thought Mm. it was. Like, just they didn't really believe that America wanted this guy because the media has been telling them that due to some weird electoral fluke, we're ruled by an unpopular minority party that doesn't isn't, you know, doesn't share views with hardly any Americans at all and it's just, you know, three people in Wyoming and one cow that elected Trump by right. accident. Like it's so they so they can't imagine that actually it would be close, you know? And the and the No, polls- you're right. They can't imagine you're right. They they've never gotten any other feedback than exactly a duplicate of their own. And any other people who used to be their friends like we used to have who didn't talk to them anymore, they got rid of the very few people who thought differently at all than them. So they're all one monolithic thought process, bouncing off each other, <laughs> ping back, ping back, ping back. And they can't believe it. And that's why we mentioned about the the um, the pumpkin that the right. woman I know carved by Don in it. Because she wouldn't be mean to anybody. She just she just knows that nobody coming to trick or treat would do anything but totally agree with the sentiment and think it was great. Right. She, she knows she'd get out of boys. I mean, who would not agree with that? Right. Nobody. I mean, every she, she knows that she's a good person, and she likes people, and she treats people mm-hmm. well. I mean, sure. I mean, she'll spend hours making fun of the 
people, real people at Walmart pictures because they're poor white trash people who maybe on opioids are severely obese, probably clinically depressed, live horrible lives of destitution. But that's funny because they're really good people in there. These people are better than them because they have lawn signs that say, hey, there's no home here. So, you know, and they have cute, uh, you know, ironic pumpkins. So, you know, that's how good they are. One really good person, and my wife is actually halfway through the 1619 Project uh, book, if it is a book, and is giving it rave reviews. Um, um, Nicole Hannah-Jones yesterday said um, about because the Latino vote, because some um, some Cubans and Latinos in Florida went awry, Nicole mm-hmm. Hannah-Jones decided... One day after this election is over, I'm going to write a piece about how Latino is a contrived ethnic category that artificially lumps white Cubans with black Puerto Ricans and indigenous Guatemalans and helps explain why why Latinos support Trump at the second highest rate. So she's working on that. So that's next year's curriculum (laughs) coming down the pike for you. Right. But that's how they think. Oh, my God. What are you? Wait a second. If you're not evil, then you're obviously just a a, a, a horribly sourced bunch of people. And I'm going to write about that, by the way. How you people aren't even legitimate people. You voted for Trump. The only way you could vote for Trump in their minds, and it's everywhere, certainly here in Massachusetts, from moderate households to radical, wacko households, the only way you could vote for Trump, they feel, is that if you're defective. And it's obviously you being defective. Because there's no way you would vote for him. It's awful and mean and rapists and kids in cages and uh, $750 in taxes and working with the Russians and, uh, you know, party before country or whatever it is and Mm -hmm. emoluments and all these other things and post office and all these other things, you know? Right. I mean, I've never seen a group of people who who appear to be about to win an election probably – Maybe not, but probably, and are still acting like they lost. Like they're sore losers, but they haven't even lost yet, and they're sore losers. Yeah. It's, it's wild to me. Like, and, and there, I don't think there was a lot of rioting last night because, right. um, you know, I think everybody was still trying to figure out what the heck was, what the heck was going on. But, um, but there are a bunch of places where uh, peaceful protesters are beginning to gather today. So it's yeah, the, tonight in Boston. The like count the vote rallies, basically, is what they're calling it. Right, so. tonight in Boston, uh, Mayor Mater Walsh said, I "Hope everybody has a good time tonight. Stay safe tonight. Enjoy yourselves tonight." And then there were fifty bullet points about how businesses have to be closed and how we've all flunked at COVID. They do it so blatantly <laughs> now; it's just hilarious. But but it is interesting that in the last forty eight hours. COVID has been totally disenfranchised. It's gone. It right. is gone. You would figure that an election, even a close one, a nail biter between two pretty, you know, in a democracy, pretty kind of orthodox parties as the governing goes, mm-hmm. you would figure that would be fairly regular. But the black swan horrific event that's killed <laughs> 250 million people, you would think that that's constantly newsworthy. Because we're constantly dying. It's all gone. It's off. It's out of here. It has been terminated. And it got no notice. It is gone. You can leave now with your stuff. We will fed extra stuff back to you. Incredible. But like we were saying about what this election has shown, um, my man Van Jones, who I 
I go back and forth on him. Sometimes I just love him, and sometimes I think he's a moron. But, but I, you know, he made a um, interesting observation last night. I think he's totally right. I think a lot of Democrats are hurt tonight. There's a moral victory and there's a political victory. They're not the same. They're not the same thing. The political victory still may come. But I think for people who saw babies being snatched away from their mothers at the border, uh, for people who are sending their kids into schools where the N-word is now being used against them, uh, for people who have seen this wave of... I don't know how I set this up, but but it was wrong. Uh, This is Van Jones about to say some really stupid moronic stuff. (laughs) I think a lot of Democrats are hurt tonight. There's a moral victory and there's a political victory. They're They're not the same thing. The political victory still may come. But I think for people who saw babies being snatched away from their mothers at the border. Man, that's a nice, easy sentence to say, isn't it? Babies being snatched away from their mothers at the border. That is something, if Joe Biden wins, you will never hear those words in that order ever, ever again. There will be an immigration policy and a borders and customs uh, policy and procedure in place that that Joe Biden uses, and there will be a family services unit that executes their job, and there will be some kind of reconciliation for the family at some point. There will there be will, like holding facilities. Of the course, cages will be yes, gone. There will not be babies ripped from their mothers, though. That is going the hell away. Uh, for people who are sending their kids into schools where the N word is now being used against them. So that's an interesting one, isn't it? Against them by what? So I know. I know a guy who had a relative who worked in a high school in inner city Boston, and I can tell you the N-word was used constantly, but it was not a white person who would was there using it. I don't know where this these schools are where people are – like to suggest that this is the, this rife racism thing has happened as a result of Trump or something, I don't know what that means. It's just dumb. It's lazy. It's not happening. It doesn't – if you're a white person and you love the N-word to use it to demean black people, and it's your favorite thing to do, you know, <laughs> flying a kite is a dis- distant third, but you love using the N-word, et cetera, that would be balanced in your mind for against it the cost of use, of enjoying that recreation. So... In the very least, you're going to get punched in the mouth several times, <laughs> which sends the rest of your day south. <laughs> also, if you're an N-word enthusiast as a white person who's using it now, it's an insta-cancel for any kind of any kind of uh, career or any kind of uh, vocation at all. It doesn't nobody it d- doesn't behoove anybody. Unless that's what you like. If you like just going and getting decked, and, and that that's what works for you. Yeah, in, I mean, in high school, that's real. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of in the age of cameras that can record everything you say. This idea that people, I mean, that's just made up. These are made up boogeymen. These are made up things because people had to believe it. It's total confirmation bias. Oh, Trump's. This is why we got all the fake hate crimes that happened once Trump was elected. You know now. Since the election's on hold, you have people who have died, dialed six of the seven numbers just waiting to hit the last one until they call a thing for Trump. Then the hate crime calls will come back again. <laughs> and you'll know. And somebody at the subway station yelled at me and said, now the Trump one, I can tear off your hijab. I mean, that's just horse bleep. And everybody knows it is. Uh, for people who have seen this wave of intolerance, uh, they wanted a moral victory tonight. 
We wanted to see a repudiation. We have seen a wave of intolerance. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. There's no doubt about that, man. And you will be destroyed both physically and uh, career-wise if you do not fall in line with the progressives in the new rules of the day. And if you don't totally adhere to the dictates of the centurions deci who decide accepted uh, discourse, then they will destroy you. Yes, Van, that does happen. ...of this direction for the country. And the fact that it's this close, I think, uh, is hurt. it hurts. It just hurts. Uh, I think people got, people got their hopes up looking at those polls. Um, the it's as if they didn't listen to us. We've been, we've been saying <laughs> for four years, we've told you you've got Hitler over there. We've told you that this guy is the, uh, certainly a rapist. It's a very, I mean, he's certainly ra a rapist, but he's a monster and he's mean. And the pain is the point. Remember, it's not a bug. It's the what's it? It's not a. It's a feature, not a bug. Right, and all these other things. They created this monster. These clowns. And they don't understand why we're, we're, we're not looking at this. I mean, we've seen behind the curtain now for three and a half years. Right. We screamed hysterically now for three and a half years, and still you guys voted for him. Political victory, I think, is still possible because you still have Pennsylvania, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, Nevada, Arizona, Nebraska, too. The political victory may yet come. Mm -hmm. But I didn't got to be honest tonight that I think people who uh, there, there were people who were hoping for a big repudiation, and that has not yet come. And a lot of people are hurt and scared tonight in Democratic Party. Well, uh, in a sense, a repudiation did come. And even though Trump may well lose here, it, it's a repudiation towards this idiocy we've seen on the fringe left. Well, right. I mean, and the left, really, um, what he says about the polls is 100% true. The polls had, I mean, famously, the Washington Post poll had Trump down 17 points in Wisconsin a few days ago. 17. And, you know, Biden may yet win that state, but it's by 20,000 votes. It's by less than a point. It is tiny. Um, you know, and it remains to be seen how that holds up when Trump forces a recount, which he's going to do. But the left believed these polls, which, you know, I was saying to you, like, don't listen to this. And this is crazy. It's off. Something went wrong with the polling this year. They were very, very wrong about what would happen. And they had lefties. And this is something the right should be happy about no matter what happens with the presidency. They had lefties pouring millions and millions of dollars into these Senate campaigns against Susan Collins, against Lindsey Graham. And these these voters won. John James in Michigan may yet win that Senate seat. Uh, that remains to be seen. Um, they did eventually get Peters up, but there's some there's some stuff going on there. He, it, I mean, uh, the the voters may or may not have elected Trump, but uh, the Senate is very likely at this point to remain in Republican hands, which uh, should tell you that there was not a huge repudiation, particularly of the Supreme Court antics that the Democrats have been up to. The voters were not there for that. Um, and, and uh, you know, I was I was very gratified to see uh, Maine reelect Susan Collins and, uh, and, you know, South Carolina, Lindsey Graham. And Lindsey Graham is just so likable. Is he is Lindsey Graham not like the most likable person in Washington D.C., Tom? I love him. I mean, I love him. I've and I talked to him a He's bunch. He's fabulous. Of times. And his his speech, his victory speech last night was so funny. Um, so to all the posters out there, you have no idea what you're doing. And to all the liberals in California, New York, you wasted a lot of money. 
<laughs> this is the worst return on investment in the history of American politics. I do like a victory speech stick it. Here's the message I got. People like what I'm doing and I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I have loved him, Alice. You missed it. You know what we'll do? Mm-hmm. Since this is a sadly our what we our our hobby, <laughs> we'll watch some of the impeachment from uh, two th- uh, 1998 with Lindsey Graham being one of the was it maybe one of the house managers? He was so good. He was a young guy then, mm-hmm. dashing young, thinner, less puffy like we all were, and. Uh, Oh, he was good during impeachment. He is great, though, and was so underappreciated. Maybe the field was just too big in 2016. We couldn't appreciate what we had in Lindsey Graham. Um, But he was great during the Kavanaugh hearings. He's been great in the Senate since then. Um, He's just funny and kind of disarming. You should. I only grabbed a couple of the funny cuts from what he said last night, but you should go listen to the whole thing. It's really heartwarming too. You know, he talks about how like tomorrow is now promised, and he appreciates being in the Senate more than he ever has. And you know, he talks. He says wonderful things about his opponent. What a great dad and what a great man he is. And it just, you know, he he was wonderful. And also, like <laughs> like I, he had Tom show you just now. It was he was pretty funny too. Um, and he's right. The pollsters got this totally wrong totally wrong every year the democrats do this i don't know why they can't just like focus on states that they can win and like put their energy there i don't know why they like they hyper focus on like beto o'rourke or um you know mitch mcconnell trying to unseat mitch mcconnell mitch mcconnell won two surprise surprise shocker texas stayed red shocker i know everybody's astonished um Yet again, we were told by liberals that Biden was up in Texas and it did not come to fruition. Um, Lindsey Graham won his seat back fairly easily with his opponent spending the most money, I think, ever in a Senate campaign. Um, And Susan Collins won, which is pretty amazing, given that Trump basically hung her out to dry, too. Can't they get her in ranked choice voting? Um, I don't think so. I think think she's won. I think it's been called. Yeah, but isn't doesn't you have to order... Great choice only comes into effect if somebody's under 50%. I haven't looked at the numbers, but um, it just means somebody has to be. uh, It just means that like the person has to get over 50%. And then, and then that doesn't, the ranked choice voting only comes into play there. Massachusetts rejected ranked choice voting, by the way. Bright spot there. So mm-hmm. that's good. That was a close race. A lot, a lot of money spent. Um, there are some liberals sad posting about that on my Facebook timeline, too. Um, so they're going to start counting Arizona tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern, I think. Oh, thanks, guys. I think it's so funny. I'm sorry. I think it's so just obnoxiously funny that Nevada was like... I guess we'll resume counting since there seems to be interest in the result. Like, no kidding, guys. Come on. Like, what? You didn't think people would be interested in the results of the presidential election? All right. Arizona's re- releasing results at 9 p.m. Eastern. We may have a new president. Okay. So, <sighs> okay. so that's it. What's going on in Pennsylvania? I don't know. What is going on in Pennsylvania? Team Trump claims they won Pennsylvania. I don't know if they have. I, I mean... I don't know. I don't know who's going to win. I don't know who's going to win either. I don't know. (laughs) Eric Trump says we've won. They've won Pennsylvania, and Twitter's flagged it, of course. And Donald Trump says that he's won Pennsylvania, and Twitter's flagged it. 
<laughs> okay, but the thing that pushed me over the edge, seriously, is that 538 was reporting, um, they've been reporting like on the new votes coming in, like what, what they have left to count and what just arrived. And around 4 p.m. on Wednesday, they tweeted, two more batches of Pennsylvania vote were reported, 23,277 votes in Philadelphia, all for Biden, and about 5,300 votes in Luzerne County, nearly 4,000 of which were for Biden. Excuse me? I mean, really? Excuse me? Like You have 23,000 new votes that are all for Biden? I mean, now I suppose it's possible... Don't that, you hate that? ...that this one particular place, and I have people on Twitter yelling at me for saying this, like, how dare you impugn the integrity of the Philadelphia elections? Like, this is just how they report. I Who the hell says that to you I've on been Twitter? Following, uh, Josh Davis. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. These are what early you, ballots. What are you so doing they're to early ballots. How dare how you, you impugn? He the didn't Democrats, say how dare you impugn. That Democrats was me are being... The, are the party of voter being, suppression. That was me Since being when? a little bit... How um, dare you suggest there is voter suppression happening anywhere? For that, it doesn't happen. <laughs> that was me being a let little bit you, colorful. He didn't say that, you, but he let said let me tell that you, I those, was... The, if, yeah. uh, if Arizona goes to Trump tonight and then Pennsylvania goes to Trump, he'll be impugning plenty. Well, right. So I don't... You know, I'm willing to believe that there's some explanation for why this could happen, but he was, he didn't say, How dare you impugn? I like to think he is. But he was taking uh, a breather, Alice. When I wake up in the morning, love, and the sunlight hurts my eyes, you like to love something without warning, love, bears heavy on my mind. Does he get the time? These were. You know, classical musicians in the background playing the violin. And the world's alright with me. You know, it's the flange guitars, the wah-wah guitars uh, that make the same dated attack, but it really is a beautiful music. A lovely But uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, the left Democrats are going to Democrat with the votes. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I just not that I don't want Trump. to I was in. thinking of that today, Alice. Like, what would be good? You know, I'm going to start saying for the rest of this year, I'm going to start coming up with horrible cliches. And I like Democrats are going to Democrat, but I also like 2020 going to 2020. Mm-hmm. I want to use that more. You know, it's time we it's time we embrace bad uh, mm-hmm. sayings and cliches. Yeah, do we? Uh, we need rhyming ones. That's what I've noticed. That's very on trend. Kamala and her souls at the polls, things mm. like that. Uh, where, uh, there's we a like, good one. Where is it? Where is my... you had a rhyming one too recently that you liked too. I rhyming. had um, Ayanna Presley, but I don't see it right here. Yeah, uh, can so, you rhyme, Seth? They're getting what was coming to them. Uh, <laughs> That's all over. That is all over. Mm. Um, yeah, so Massachusetts didn't elect any uh, new congressional Republicans, it appears. Um, but we did elect uh, the right of mechanics to fix stuff, and that's good. Yeah, actually, we have a mechanic that we like. I know. I asked him about Cornerstone the Motors in Groveland. Use, say hello to our friend Dan. He's a good guy. Use him. He's great. His, uh, his biting sarcasm sometimes hurts, but uh, you can give it right back to him. He's a great guy. I'm just kidding. Dan, uh, Dan, uh, should we say his last name? Just, just Dan. Cornerstone Motors in Groveland, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. A lot of you around Boston area don't know what a Groveland, Massachusetts is. 
drive up towards Newburyport, and you're going to see a whole bunch of new towns that you've never heard of before. <laughs> it's kind of the top of the head of the uh, state in Massachusetts. And those of you from around the country, come and visit. Uh, don't visit Massachusetts. What am I kidding? Don't give any money to this stupid state. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> no, go to New Hampshire, even though they're pretty blue, too, now, unfortunately. For uh... them. But, yeah, I mean, uh, I would be as excited as anybody if somehow Trump pulls it off again. I can't promise anyone it's going to happen yet, but... Uh... We'll see what happens. If it doesn't happen, I mean, we'll keep talking about this stuff. I know that a lot of you are rip bleep right now and think you're getting screwed over, and that may be happening. And that both of us are dealing with waves of that as well. If you step back for a second and can imagine through the pain and through whatever, if, if, if this is a Biden win... Then I, I'm sorry. I, I other than the losing the tax cuts immediately, which would suck. Although who knows what he'd do? This would be one hell of a spectacle. But who knows? Well, Trump... without the Senate and Nancy Pelosi lost five votes too. The Republicans right. also picked up five in, in the House. Right. In Trump, there is still this election is not over. Trump could still win. And if, Trump could still win if absolutely. Arizona flips to Trump and against Pennsylvania. Um, then we are having a different conversation and we're back into holy bleep territory. But the sweat... Two more hogs got the fever. Oh, I know, I know. All right, don't sweat it. Anything else? Any closing thoughts? Tell people where That's to go. That's all I have. Uh, you can check out our Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod on Twitter, facebook.com slash Burn Barrel. You can email us, Podcast at gmail.com. Check out tomshaddock.com and Calvin Caspian on Instagram. Also on Twitter, we're Alice Shattuck and Tom Shattuck. Get your pet spayed or neutered. Say <laughs> la Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.